It's time for the Minecraft Podcast, episode 169. Nice. Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody, and welcome to the Minecraft Podcast. Oh, shit, it's good. It's co. <laughs> this old shit Hi. is just, just for fun. What was yeah. the first old shit about? I mean, they won't get to hear it, but I'm curious. Normally, so, norm so you know, off camera, I try to record one, and then I, I stop. Uh, normally, I try to start every podcast with the same... It's time for the Minecraft podcast, episode 169. Like, that's a little itty-bitty script that I write. He went, he went off script. He was oh, like, oh, shit, went off the Minecraft podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was, and so I did do it right, so I was upset. Gotcha. Hence, oh, shit. All right. All right. So, so we haven't had one of these. No. I, don't, I don't actually know how long it's been. Maybe it was only a week. A week. It was just one week yeah. we missed? We missed, yeah. We did one on the 4th. And then we are now on the 16th. Or we recorded one on the 4th. Uh, right. Or we edited, we published one on the 4th. I don't effing know. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a week. It's been a while. Okay. That's not so bad. Badge is not dead. As far as I know, he might be dead. He could be dead. He's just what would happen if a Minecracker died? We'd bring right? choice. But and they we didn't they know. They wouldn't be on the podcast. Well, <laughs> they would not true. be that's on true. the podcast. But what I'm saying is, like, you don't really know my family. You don't know my, you know, close friends. How would you find, find out, out that I died? You'd, How? You'd find out. It would have, it would, uh, you have a uh, a big following. So yeah. it would come out eventually. I guess I Especially have, my sister is also on the internet. Well, yeah, but, like, someone... I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of a of an example of a person that could die in our group. This is sad. This is morbid. And nobody would know. And we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. You know. Like I guess my sister's online, so she would probably inform people, and then that would trickle down and trickle around. If, well, I mean, like I don't know. Okay, so like I I just loaded up the the subreddit. Anders, if Anders died. I you would think nobody not, would notice if Anders brother he would, would go dark. I mean, it might be like his brother a week is who handles all like, his. Wait, man, he's kind of like you. Thing. In oh wait, dude's, it's, dude's it's, silently saying. I, yes, it's because of my my fucking Teamspeak. I, I gotta I gotta get rid of this Y key. I can't type anything. I don't use Y when we play Seven Days to Die, <laughs> so I have it as my mute key. And then whenever I'm we're not playing Seven Days to Die, I'm constantly typing shit and talking, and then fuck the world. <laughs> Um, you say this is my fault. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. It's just this this one fucking hotkey. I need to find a better a better thing than Y for my hotkey. Um, and what I was gonna say with Anders is Anders is just like Chad. He, he's not capable of managing his social media, so uh, we we would know because his brother would tweet out that he's dead. Probably. I mean, he just like someone would tweet out. Josh would tweet out that you're dead. Yeah, I guess I do have someone. Yeah. Be like, Chad died. <laughs> Chad died. Just I am it. dead today. Yeah, he, yeah, the tweet would come from you. Dead. Pyro dead. would then make a meme out of it. R.I.P. me. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think Wait, so you it, were saying Anders doesn't... Anders, someone would... His brother. Follow his tweet. His brother is his guy. What about Arcus? Everett. Ever, okay. I, I think I have the winner. Right, I, I was think. going down the... But I'd for what? Well, Avidia. Okay, yeah, Avidia could die. Avidia could die totally. Because I there's been several occasions where I thought he was dead. 
Um, like this, like the this this month, he did not contact me from October twenty sixth until two days ago, and I texted him several times, um, and I no response. There was there was there was almost three weeks of of no response from Avidia, and I thought he was dead. I finally was like, well, he's finally dead now. Um, <laughs> finally, <wow. laughs> no, I mean it's just you it know it's it's happened now, um, and I. Uh, yeah, video's always a lot of video's got a lot of things that happened to him. Yeah, <laughs> like I, he said he had lost his wallet, so he couldn't uh, pay for his phone, and then so he couldn't uh, since he couldn't pay for his phone, he couldn't access his two-factor authentication, so he couldn't get on the internet. Um, so couldn't that would wow. be a pain in the ass. And so that's why he wasn't getting my text because his phone wasn't paid for. So, yeah. What about Pyro? Yeah. Yeah, Pyro could probably die too. I'm looking through Z-Scale. Adlington, no, Adlington's a good one too. We wouldn't know with Adlington. Anybody coming into this late is going to have a very confusing <laughs> listen. Right. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Pyro could die. Oh yeah, he could. He's out. He could die. Yeah. He's he's dead. Most of the yeah, Europeans, I feel like Baz. You know, we could lose Baz and we wouldn't know. I mean, we would know eventually. Yeah. Eventually, I think you'd have to assume he was dead. Like these people, all right. of these people, eventually you just assume because they have they. You know, even if we don't talk to them on a regular basis, right? They're putting videos out. They're streaming. If yeah. all of that ceased completely and you just heard nothing, you assume they're dead, right? Or do you just assume they've moved on with their life completely? Well, I mean, the first you you assume they're dead, and then the first thing you do is you 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 know you cyber stalk them to see if there's any obituaries or any information, you know, because we know some people's, you know, names that they don't share online. I got, yeah, I got everyone's names and addresses, I guess. I guess we could technically go yeah. to their home if we cared enough. <laughs> Knock on their door. Are you dead? Man, I don't even assume people are dead. You don't. And I'm a negative asshole. I don't jump to, oh, he's dead. I mean, I joke that I'll joke about that, but I won't really literally assume that somebody's dead just because they didn't respond. Huh. What do you assume? I just assume that they're not around, that they're doing something else. Until confirmed otherwise. Busy. Busy for two months. Well, it's it's actually... Whoa! <laughs> I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm so mad at my settings. I just hate them. What do you use for... So, are you upset with the... So, okay, this happened before. Google was complaining about his lighting setup. What are you upset about? Well, right now, I since I rearranged everything and I this is the first time I've used it since then, I haven't really got to play with it at all. But I, I mean, I, I guess I guess I don't like the fact there's just a green screen behind me now because it seems like it throws every other color off. And right now, you can't even see me. All you see is monitors in my fucking glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it doesn't look as bad on my end as as you seem to think. So maybe you're seeing something different from us. Maybe. All I see You're is not glare. That bright. All I see is glare. Like I see just glare. You know, anti-glare on most glasses doesn't do anything. Oh no, I, I have a pair of anti-glare glasses and they actually look worse. I have worse glare in my anti-glare glasses than I do my non like these these glasses have that blue tint that supposedly keeps the blue light out so you can go to sleep after looking at your screens. And so like yeah. everything that reflects them just looks has a deeper blue, but Right. Like, unless I sit like this, I just have this glare going on. It's just you can see all my monitors I seem to like cut off. Like this monitor needs to go away. This monitor needs to go away. And then. Oh, well, now your light's gone. Now you look. 
You have a single light behind you, it looks like. Now I just have... It looks like it's like you're being interviewed. Yeah. Where were you? It's just one monitor. The monitor you guys are in right here is what is what is there now. Like, I think you just don't have... Somehow you turned orange. I've become yeah, the you, Trump. You are going, you're going a little Trump on us. I think you just don't have enough light in your room in general. So Probably. the the monitor light is like dominating because like right. But then if I you turn on, you can't see my monitors. What's going on? They're right here. <laughs> is that the only light? So which what what sources of light? Okay, you have that one. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so much better. <laughs> you still get the glare though. I'm telling you, like I know I'm bathed in light, and you still get the glare. That's what I'm trying to point out. You look like you're making an artsy photo. But is that you've got a <laughs> glowing umbrella pointed at you? I'm confused. Yeah, it is. It's pointed right at me. But it's pointed at you over here. But there's still glare. You, you got to point it at your face. There you go. See? So much better. There's still glare. You still can see it. A itty bit, yeah. I look like it's I'm definitely on the a sun lot. now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It does, it does look like that light is the only light in your room. I have an overhead light. <laughs> Like a little dome one, like in the ceiling? No, it's like a fan with like three bulbs. Yeah. It's like weird. studio light. The, I am also only using one light. I have my I don't have three so bulbs in like my thing. Like I only have one bulb lights. up there. Do you have any bulbs you got? Okay. Alexa, Four. turn off my studio So, okay. See, so I only got one bulb in my fan. Because of the Well, there, now he's I... just... I actually didn't expect that to happen that way. Uh, video settings go. There. Now I have no sunlight. So now now I'm very bright on one side. Here, let me get rid of my one light. Oh. You still don't have any glare, though. You have no glare in your glasses. I know. Right? Why is that? I what the fuck? Know. Barely. I can see some. He, There's some. A little bit, but fuck him. I don't know. My monitors aren't as bright as yours, I guess. My room turned purple. It There's did. No, you have no your bleeding purple. My... This is kind of nice. <laughs> I like this. This is fine. It does. It looks very atmospheric. It looks very atmospheric. Yeah. Where's the light coming from, though? All my lights are off. I, just the monitors, I guess. That's a lot of monitor lights. Yeah, light. same. Like, I'm, I'm amazed at how good this looks with zero light. There's yeah. Yours no looks light really right cool, now. What, what you've done. Okay, I'm gonna Wait, is that just all your monitor light? I just, that's all the monitors, literally, I took a photo, it's monitors, and there's like, probably the smallest amount of light coming from the uh, window, but that has a mini blinds and curtains drawn, but I can still see huh. the light coming off the curtain. I have you guys have light. super bright monitors. Here, let me turn off all my monitors. Well, I'll turn off all but one, so I can see what it looks like. Okay, this monitor off, monitor off. There you go. Yeah, just one monitor. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's also that I have three monitors. This is getting out of hand. This is getting a little out of here. Okay, I'm going to turn it off. Tell me what it looks like. <laughs> what, is this, what is this podcast? How does it look? It, you still can be seen, but it's pretty dark in there now. Yeah, uh, there's uh, also probably light coming from the hallway now. Now I can tell that one. I guess my, my camera is compensating for low light, or just has pretty decent low light. Which camera are you using? It's a Vixia. Oh, no, okay. I thought we were oh, all yeah. using the C920 yeah. or whatever. No, I, I used to use those C922. until they started, started making my computer fuck up, so I stopped oh, using that's them. that's right. 
Although, I, I should try again now that I'm on Windows 10. I'm just going to plug in. Oh, my God. Yeah, Sunlight. man, that's hard to transition to after being... I'm going to just plug in my Sony. You look pretty good right now, dude. Oh, thank you. Like, you look very balanced. <laughs> What's funny, yeah, it actually, it kind of... Yeah. yeah, without the green screen, it you're, the color is back, it feels like. I feel like I have to look like I, this, which I look ridiculous, so I don't get the glare in my glasses. <laughs> Hi. How long until you can get new glasses with true anti-glare? There is no such thing. The, the sun is emphasizing that I have the plague. What's interesting, light. we had a uh, sponsor. This is not a sponsor on this episode. Uh, or on, uh, anyway, on the Gizwits, Warby Parker. And we had one, one of those on here, didn't we? Didn't we have one? Yeah, I think we did. I think we did. Um, you can, like, see the difference between, like, the last episode and this episode in his glasses, uh, like, super a lot. And he he got anti-glare through Warby Parker. So their anti-glare worked, um, which was interesting. Like, it was obvious. It was very obvious. Like, I tried some so, anti-glare because Drew wanted me to do it for something, and, like, it made the lights worse, glare worse in my glasses. See, I don't understand because you would think that an anti-glare coating would cause more glare to anyone looking at you, right? It would cause less glare to your eyes, but it would cause, because it bounces it away from your eyes, that light's got to go somewhere, right? I don't know how that shit works. I'm confused. (laughs) I'm confused what anti-glare is even because... I've heard so many people say, oh, you know, when I'm looking at a car and I see glare, I'm like, well, I don't wear glasses and I see glare off of the windshield, you know, and that's not going to change anything. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm very confused as to what the fuck we are talking about. Okay. Let's move on. Are you talking about glasses that don't show glare? Yeah. Yeah. To other people? But I feel like everyone always says, oh, that was an anti-glare coating. But I feel like an anti-glare coating would cause glare to the outside world, but wouldn't cause glare into your eye, right? It, it's bouncing light away. It's bouncing glareable light away. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It sounds what kind of like... glare do you get in your eye? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I guess I don't know because I've never really worn glasses. But but what type of glare, like an anti-glare coating is is removing light that might glare <laughs> on your on the glasses right it's supposed to just I, prevent reflection from your glasses basically it's supposed to make your glasses see through so you can't see the it, lenses is that so is that designed for having your picture taken is that yes, the purpose of basically it? okay that's the thing okay. you're misunderstanding oh, Chad. that's the purpose it's of it. okay, not for your eyes it's for it's for okay cameras it's for and, outward people yeah Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, then I, I'm, I'm. It's for them. It's for they. Okay, I think it would cool. be amazing if you had glasses that could eliminate just glares from the whole world. That would be. No, very I mean, I never thought that. Like, if there was a glare on a on a window, it's like, okay, let's remove that section. No, I didn't think that was happening. I thought that it was anything that might cause glare on your glasses that would cause, you know, there's a window flare. You know, there's, stop, oh my God. There's a window flare on glass through that window, okay? Got that. So, but that same type of flare might happen on your lens. So you'd see almost two, like, flares, right? 
of of glare. Flares and of glare. I love that. it. No, oh that's not a thing. Okay, it's not a thing. Uh, let's talk about Apple. Uh, Apple actually, uh, late to the game uh, for the holiday season, released a new product. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, yeah. There is a brand <sighs> new product that Apple has released that anyone can buy when it gets released. Uh, I feel like this product... Well, go ahead and say what it is before I start complaining about it. It's a coffee first, table book. It is. Every, God damn it! <laughs> It's a book of photos. Now, okay, that's not quite the big story. The big story is how much does it cost? It's $300, is... right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It comes in two sizes. Oh, boy. The, the small size, the 10-inch by 12-inch, basically 10 by uh, 13, is $200. The larger size, the 13 by 16-inch, is three hundred dollars. They found a way to take a book and do the whole like thirty-two gigabyte, sixty-four gigabyte thing with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. God damn it, Apple! It is uh, incredible to me. Like I'm just looking at through all of it and just like how much. Got a base model and a pro model. This is absurd. Uh, yeah. A little bit. So it's to commemorate, uh, I believe it's 40 years of design. Because it's their 40th anniversary. Um, And on their 20th anniversary, they actually did... Oh, shoot. Designed by Apple Chronicles. 20 years of Apple. Oh. (laughs) We better get this shit in the book before we fuck it all up, basically. Wait, 20 years of Apple? They only started in 96? No. Can't be right. So it's just the last twenty years. Pretty sure Apple started in the possibly the very late seventies or very early eighties. I'm yeah, not sure I their thought exact it was... founding date, but that's okay. they're they're definitely older than that. Uh, Maybe they're not celebrating their designs before a certain point. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, I think it's just like the last Maybe yeah, maybe the only book should be called years. Fuck Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 80, 76, 1976 was yeah. when they started. So it's been 40 years. Now, uh, they did a 20th anniversary IMAX. So this isn't the first time that they've done an anniversary edition of a product, but this is the first time it's been a book that cost $300. Um, you gonna buy one? So who's buying it? Yeah, exactly. That's the next question. Who's going to buy this? Fanboys. I don't know of anyone. I don't know a single human being. I don't know a human that would buy it. I know a few companies that might. I know a couple people who they thought that the touch strip was a brilliant innovation. I think they might buy that book. And they're welcome to it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that also like design firms, (laughs) like if you have a design firm and you have an entryway. Oh, look how Apple we are. Now available to circle jerks everywhere. <laughs> the Apple iBook. Yeah, it's, it's not even called the Apple iBook. Isn't, that, that was already an really iBook, that's it. why. Yeah, yeah, it's just called Designed by Apple in California. That's the title of the book. 
designed by Apple in California. Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't know. I don't know. What, I, don't know. I don't know. It makes them look yeah. more pretentious than they're already perceived. I feel. Yeah. It feels it, just it's, right. It's also, I think, how how much they're displaying it and how much it seems like they want to sell it, because it's you go you know you go to apple.com and there's they there's only five you know main sections that you know big section has a carousel or whatever, but it's one of those little tiles at the bottom, which is normally where home where like accessories and iPad like thing, it's there, and they say you go pick one up. If this was some small product that was just kind of... It doesn't even have any background. fucking words. Sorry. No, it's just photos. It does, no, there's no photos. words. There's no words in this book. Yeah. It's, it's photos of things. And, and, and uh, if you watch the video, they, they made a Johnny Ive video talking about it. Uh, he talks about how it also goes through a lot of what is needed to create. So it shows almost a behind the scenes in some aspects of what was needed to to make these products. <clears throat> wow. So, yeah, that's uh that's designed by Apple. What the fuck is that third picture? No, the what fourth, third the fourth picture. The fourth picture down. One, two, three, four. So, so this is what I was talking about. Is it shows a little bit of the behind the scenes? That's an iPod uh, backing on one side. That no, has a okay, handle. The next one. Next one. Then, or maybe. The oh, oh yeah. Was it? No. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, you had. That yeah, one. it's like a big. There's a big wheel that has like like coal on it almost. And we're looking at the Apple.com/slash/design-by-Apple, not the store page. Um, yeah, no, that's just showing how they polished the back of the iPod, right? Is that's a handle that some guy used? That shit was hand polished. I think so. No. And so this one, this one I'm saying, is showing some of the. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say this looks pretty. This looks pretty pretentious here. This picture of this. I mean, thing... you can go down. You can see a Mac Mini that's being like, you know, why, shaved. Why out wouldn't stuff. it be machined? A machine could do that. Are they trying to say... I mean, there's a lot of things that are <clears throat> still hand-done. And that was also the... The iPod. polishing, though? Yeah, Q&A. Like... Q&A is still hand-done. Like, that looks like the, 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 the... You know, what is it? Thunderbolt iPod. You know, this is not the, the iPod that sold thousands and thousands and millions. You know, this is the Thunderbolt iPod that no one really bought. I mean, I'm surprised that, like, their shoes, shoes are still very hand-done. And stuff that you could think that a robot, I I don't think that back then robots made all this stuff. Wait, do you mean Firewire? Yeah, what did I say? Thunderbolt. Yeah, no, I meant Firewire. Was this a new iPod? (laughs) No, no, I meant Firewire, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the Firewire uh, iPod. Okay. I mean, I still. I, I mean, I there's still a lot of those sold. I don't. I just don't see. I mean, I guess they were manufactured in China, so maybe they were just some little boy polishing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, it's it's iPod right above the the picture of the iPod deck. That iPod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the iPod, and then down that shit was not was. Hold on. Was the iPod 
hand polished. I'm I'm positive of it. Like you know what's funny? Well, is... what the alternative is to get, is to program a robot to hand polish something, but it's not going to be able to polish the what the way a professional person could tell that oh this spot needs a little bit extra. Are you watching it? I'm you just look like looking at you. I'm looking at you with disbelief that you could believe such a thing. What do you mean? There's so many things that, that... Have you ever watched how it's made? Yeah. It's like there's so many things that you think a robot should do that a human just does. Dude, this shit was made in, like, 2007. You're telling me in 2007. Yeah! <laughs> I don't think that they sold enough to really like this was oh, wait, not no, the iPhones of today right where you have laser etched uh quartz glass crystals and they're taking photos to make sure it's within millimeters of you know spec and having robots choose it's not like that they didn't sell millions and millions of these they sold like hundreds of thousands of these and yeah a person polished the back of it I don't believe it. I wish I had a fact checker here. I need a fact checker for these type of moments so I can so that they can find this. They can still be looking at it while we move on and find the answers that need to be found to make this podcast legitimate because there's no can way. I say, Sorry, go ahead. Can I just say it's funny to me that uh I find the book itself to be ugly as shit. It is it is <laughs> it is. You're right. It's just this white book. It's just yeah. solid white. It, like it's a book about how great their design is, and then they designed the book such that you can't read the title from certain angles. Yeah. <laughs> great usability, great design there, Apple. Good job. It's the first book they've ever designed. Well, they fucked up. <laughs> Shouldn't they be reinventing the book? Shouldn't they be yeah. showing how yeah. they're... Oh, yes. I'm sure. I mean, it's 200 damn dollars. It better you be know what they should have? They should have removed pages. Be pretty amazing. They should have showed some courage. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like Apple I feel like Apple is like this big truck that Steve was driving and now Steve's gone and I just feel like it's just a truck out of control I don't feel like anybody I feel like Tim Cook hopped up in the passenger seat and every now and then he goes like <laughs> like that but uh, the rest of the time he's like I saw I saw an article a couple of days ago where people were talking about how all the um, Android phones uh, support all the VR stuff and Apple's none of Apple's do. And Tim Cook was like, "Well, I'm not really focused on VR. I'm going to focus on AR." Maybe. What? Maybe. Maybe they can manage to do something different and be the first to break out with the augmented reality. I was kind of sad that Microsoft. I don't, I, I, you know, Microsoft announced their new VR headset recently, and, uh, and I was kind of surprised by that, because for one thing, they've been buddy-buddy with um, Oculus this whole time, but um, I want them to just not focus on anything but the HoloLens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that, they're, they're, that they have the manpower and capability to do both, but part of me just wants See, I, just to... See, I would have um, argued in the past, AR is, is a lame version of VR. Like, VR is where it's at, right? But after experiencing VR for a, a lot and, and, I don't know, and seeing AR, there's so much that you have to recreate in VR that 
I feel like AR is a lot better of an idea. Like, there, you have to recreate objects and feel and touch and all this stuff. And if you could just do an AR situation where you actually have physical items in the real world, I feel like that would be so much better. I just think that And it's there's... so much easier to layer a, a thing of vision on the real world instead of trying to recreate the entire world. I just think both of them have their own place. Like, we couldn't... For instance, whenever we were playing uh, King of the Ladder uh, with right. the Oculus, you can't do that with AR. You can't, you can't put yourself in the outer yeah, space right. and start Citizen. Can. How? You can do that. You're going to climb up a ladder and jump off way. and murder each other? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, just, you have to do it the AR way. So you go to your... Your special table where you play Minecraft, and it all goes, oh, we've loaded the world. And I guess the king of the ladder goes up off of your, up to your ceiling. And then you control your little Yeah, your but little you're seeing remotely. your little person. You're seeing your person. Right, right? It's no, not but the that's same. the AR way. That is, that's okay, that's way. what I'm saying, but these are not the same. This is not the same feeling. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, like, think, it, I think in some ways they go hand in hand. In some ways they, they are tackling different problems. But I agree with what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just. I was just joking about how okay. you do it in AR. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you can have King of the Ladder in AR. Person. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I've I've played it uh, on the table top there, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Anything. That's honestly the best VR experience I've ever had. Was us playing King of the Ladder. I've done a lot of the VR yeah, stuff. That was really good. To me, that was the most I've been like in it. I felt. Yeah. Um, but I think AR is going to be more about everyday use. Like, you know, once it's once the technology is good enough that it fits into my glasses and the glare's gone, um, then, you know, you'll be able to <laughs> just drive it down the street and there'll be AR related things uh, that or, you know, just just in, in the in the original video that Microsoft put out where they showed the use of the HoloLens, they showed someone working uh, like fixing some plumbing and like those sort of things, just day to day tasks. Or maybe not. Maybe not every day you fix some plumbing, but you know, day to day things that you need to do. It'll just be it's a little little assistant, little guide to help you with everything. Cooking, like you know, you're looking at a tomato, and it's like, how can I slice this? It can put the fucking guidelines on your tomato for you to help you make perfect recipe. Yeah, yeah, like the recipe's right there, and it's showing you exactly how to put that stuff in, and yeah, analyzing your whisking technique. It's like, hey, you're doing a little wrong. Or your chopping technique, like just just. Everything you do could be assisted through augmented reality versus virtual reality. Right. I think is more about taking yourself out of the current reality and putting yourself somewhere different. We need those uh, eye augments like uh, Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. God, people are gonna be so afraid. I'm afraid of um, uh, laser surgery as it is. So putting eye augments in sounds even scarier. Chad. Chad is gonna have to leave the whole podcast. You talk about putting something in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, they're not going to put anything you, like, in your eye, Chad. They're going to take okay, your stop. eye out and put it in your eye. Do I? Yeah. And then that it's eye, you can just touch on it like this. Removing your eye is, is actually better. Stop. <laughs> is, is like you know you completely your eye removing out? your eye. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk here. Uh, it, completely removing your entire eyeball is better than doing something to a current eyeball. In my opinion, like I could deal if it was just like, you know, you're going to go under surgery and it's like removing a limb, you remove your eye and we put in a, a new eye that has no 
No organic matter at all. I'm so much better with that than, oh, it's going to be half your real eye, half your fake eye. Yeah. They just put a needle through your pupil and squirt it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they probably, it probably will be some kind of nanobot type of thing, though, in all honesty. <laughs> He's got to rub his eyes. I'm done, Chad. I'm done. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying I'm still trying to find some sort of the, the only uh, proof of the iPod the only proof that I have there is none is that it's in the freaking book what uh, describe <laughs> that image to me and tell me what the hell else is it oh. it's obviously in the freaking book that they're hand polishing these iPods they're not they're what not. else is that image it's a polisher on one side. And an iPod back with a handle on the other. To, and it's the just, handles to polish it. It's just a pinch of skepticism. That's all. Just maybe they polished maybe they, they made it. a polisher where they you know, they, they carried it around for trade shows and they polished their iPods. But they're they're not on and they're gonna put that in the twenty years of Apple. They're not gonna they're gonna yeah, not them. That's you know, if it, they really wanted to be honest about the creation of these things, then at least one of them should be followed up with a picture of a noose or an open window. <laughs> or just like just just factories where people are being put to work. Wasn't there uh, to... it was I think it was iPhone factories where there was the like massive rash of uh, suicides, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. I'm trying to see how many iPods the first generation sold. Good lord. What's the next topic? Do we have another topic? No, I have to figure this out. I've been told it's not correct. Well, it's, right, sometimes you're on. just wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Um, <laughs> EA introduced some new transparency rules for YouTubers and streamers. Uh, this isn't really that big of a story, but I, th I think EA got in trouble not too long ago for um, having the people that they were paying money to to promote their products, YouTubers and streamers, not really say that they were paid. Yeah. <sighs> Um, this shit again? Yeah. But EA's released uh, some new stuff saying that basically um, anyone that's paid to produce a tailored piece of content relating to the product must use the hashtag or watermark advertisement shown below. Um, so they've, they've put in – they've made some graphics that uh, are, are forced – but one of them say supported by EA. I mean, that one's still not clear. Like it's not, it's not clear that's an advertisement. Um, so you either have to put the supported by EA or the advertisement and the EA logo um, on any works that you use that uh, are being paid for by uh, by EA. I mean, yeah, it de it depends. It depends on uh, what's happening to, to that supported versus you know whatever. Because you know this is something I dealt with, especially like back in the podcast days. Is we made it very clear what was an advertisement, and what wasn't, and and uh, we had conversations like we don't have to make it this clear. Like this is not what the uh, was it FCC, uh, FTC. It says FTC. I don't think it's a. Tr I don't think it's. Tr I think it's the the Communications Commission that does it, not the. Um, I don't I think know. This FCC. article just says that they ran a regulator such as the FTC. FTC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um. But basically, uh, like you could say something like, "Oh, they gave this to us," you know, or um, you know, we worked with them, you know, and, and stuff that you would see think was vague uh, when 
it was completely right. Fine. Like this, it says that if if you're even if you're given a review copy of a game or press pass to an event and you show off anything inside that event, um, but they haven't given you direct money, you must use the watermark supported by EA. Right. I guess that's what I was getting at. Is maybe supported is a lesser version of yeah. Uh, sponsored, you know, is okay. They paid for my flight. They paid for my hotel. I'm giving you this content that way. So this is supported by EA versus the whole like. Uh, I mean, sponsored. like, so it, it's still not clear to me what's legally required in some of these cases, um, because, like, for instance, like Telltale gives me a copy of their game so I can record them early. I don't, I don't ever like say. I mean, I don't feel like I've been paid to make this content. Like, I was the other thing is, you're not way. a. There's a weird line of you're not a reviewer. Even though you kind of are reviewing the game as you do your Let's Play, people don't come to you expecting uh, a definitive decision on whether they should buy it or not, right? right. You're just playing the game. So there could be some gray area in that, too. Like, it's kind of a confusing space. It's not as simple as, oh, well, we're outside in a public space. We can, you know, know, we can record (laughs) here. You know, there's some, some things I can think of that are... It's like, okay, the definition of this is easy, but this is not. Because also you could, you know, work for the company, and then you don't have to say that it's sponsored. You could, you know, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm talking on my, you know, ass. I, I don't exactly know all the rules, but it seems like that's one workaround that jumps to mind, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like the simplest answer is you could just always say... Right. And that's, and that's what I tend to do, is I just disclose everything that happened. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, they sent me an email and then gave me this for free. <laughs> you know, is that why everyone's on the same page. I didn't, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of my games on my Steam library right now, I couldn't tell you if I bought them or if I was sent them anymore, to be honest. Yeah, and also, I mean, you just get, like, uh, once you get on certain lists, like when you attend E3 or whatever... Sometimes oh, yeah. they just give you a game. They don't even, it's so impersonal. They're just like, here's this massive email. We sent 10,000 people, and they all have unique Steam giveaway things. I wonder you how know? that works. Just I like, wonder how, because like I know, I know from working with Telltale that whenever it comes to like an, an Xbox or PlayStation game, they have to still pay money for that key. They don't just get, they can't right. just generate a bunch of keys. But I don't know how it works with Steam. Like if I make a game on Steam, can I just, shit a bunch of keys because i feel like steam still wants to make something off of the fact that their servers are being used to deliver the files and stuff like whenever those i've never published anything through steam or talked to anyone who has because it could be that steam's uh what steam pays for is is you have to you know they have a price per megabyte so the more stuff downloaded hooray steam's happy you know if it's price per megabyte of downloaded stuff or you know but then that would mean bigger games cost you more i guess that's fine if your game's bigger you if you're paying more money yeah. to steam i don't know your gain is like gaining your gain hates yeah the Koa, you must have auto gain control on cuz like we're hearing like knocking and stuff sorry <laughs> oh yeah and you're louder now too when you first spoke yeah sorry <laughs> um sorry yeah, like uh, um, my business email now. This is the one I've used for E3s and everything. Every day, I probably get two or three more Steam keys, and I just put them in my Steam library and never install those games. But who knows? Yeah, you're just like, oh, I might want this later. Yeah, yeah. 
That happens all the time. Anytime, like, I'm with pause, I don't do exactly what you do, but anytime I'm with pause and he's like, oh, here's a new game that I want to play, the first thing I do is go to my email and search the title of that because there's been at least three or four times where the company email is like, here's a free key. Yeah. <laughs> I would have missed it, you know, I would have paid full price for it or whatever. So. Yep. Did you guys see that uh, Planet Coaster's finally out? Have y'all played that? Yeah. And, like, it's been getting really popular. There's tons of stuff on... Uh, on uh, I've seen uh, it just pop up organically. Seven I still seven. haven't played it. Oh, really? I tried mm -hmm. it... Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I went to London and tried it. And they tried to get me to go back this week, actually. Like, Sevetus flew out yesterday to go. Um, he's one of the people that went. And... Uh, it's it's finally out of like the demo stage where it has like the campaign and all that. And I tried it out last week, just just on my own, like not recording it or anything like that. And it really brings me back to like the old theme park by the Bullfrog Company. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, it was released on Jaguar. Um, it was a are PC you, version. Are you thinking of Roller Coaster Tycoon? No, I'm thinking of Theme Park. That's the name of the game. Oh, <laughs> I just I'm so I'm surprised because everyone else on the planet. Well, says, that's because the developers of Roller Coaster Tycoon, Tycoon uh, are the people that made Planet Coaster. Like the people that actually made Roller Coaster Tycoon left right. and went and made Planet Coaster. I never played Roller Coaster Tycoon, so I can't say it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon. But I'd always thought Roller Coaster Tycoon didn't have all the intricacies of the shops and those sort of things. But again, I don't know. I never played it, so maybe it's just like that. I like it's a lot of like mm. Theme Park, which was my one of my favorite games. So that's that's where I'm at with that that story. <laughs> Think you're gonna put, do an LP on it? No. Uh, okay. uh, I haven't felt like playing well, anything I, recently, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a list. And of it's games. been crazy. I did see a big Reddit thread about warning people against uh, getting the new Roller Coaster Tycoon because apparently it's just is it, it is it EA that owns that? Probably probably is Atari. Um, Atari. <laughs> oh, Atari. That's who. Yeah, that's who was getting shit on. Um, because apparently they're rushing it out and it's shit, and they're just putting it out right now to get it out right before Planet Coasters to trick naive people into buying that instead of Planet Coasters. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard so only say bad things. I've heard only bad things. That's bad. I mean, I was hearing lots of bad things when I was in London from people there too that uh, that had used to that had previously worked with that sort of stuff and how you know you know why they kind of stepped away because the way it was going, I don't know. I don't have any inside knowledge other than just what I've. I don't. I don't know anything. I just know what I've been told. So I don't. I can't. <laughs> if I do have inside knowledge, I don't even know I have it. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that I don't have an opinion of my own. I only have the opinions of other people. I haven't actually played any of the roller coaster tycoons or seen the current one. So I just know what I've read, basically. And who knows how true any of that shit is. Well, you guys are making me want to check out Planet Coasters, that's for sure. It's, it's the, the little bit I've played is really cool. Like, uh, even in the, when it was early in beta, like, the way you can shape the stuff you build, where you can just, like, bring them together. So stuff doesn't have to actually stack on each other, so to speak. Like, if you're building, like, a shop, you can, like, bring the, the two structures together, and they overlap and, and things. Like, it doesn't have to... It, it can, it so it's can, not strict. Yes, exactly. Like exactly. SimCity, everything has its own grid. Right, right. Yeah, you can really step outside of that, and I really like it. Yeah. That's the this funny thing about these things is, like, with Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I know you wouldn't know this, Scoot, although it's probably the same with Theme Park or whatever, 
but it was all tile based so you know everything had to fit into this grid and some things could like overlap or they would snap together like it would be like an option like if, if, the, if the certain conditions were right then you could put this tile thing here because they made a tile for that situation kind right. of the same thing with early sim city where like certain roads could cross at certain points but not if they were curving no we can't do that right and so a lot of the like new iterations of these things like city skylines things that are like kind of taking the mantle and going on a lot of it is like what you just described where it's taking advantage of stuff that was hard to do back in the day when it was just like a developer or two making these things with two-dimensional pixel drawing tiles and now we have 3d models and and uh, a lot more experience with how these systems can be more advanced. So it's pretty interesting. One the stuff I... that we imagined is sorry. I am like I have the worst sort of rhythm of pausing. Right now. <laughs> Go uh, ahead though. Uh, all I was gonna say is one of the things I, I like the intricacies in those type of games. Again, I don't know what Real Quest Tycoon was like, but one of the things I liked about Theme Park was for the um, the 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 shops and stores and stuff. You could you could set like this 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 one has more ice or this one has more sugar and then like if the or if like if like for the fries you could put more salt and that would make them more thirsty so they, your your drink cells would go up and uh, that's something that they finally implemented in in this version of Planet Coaster. I remember when I was there talking to them about it, they were like, yeah yeah, that's totally the stuff we want to do and and it's actually in this version. So I really like that that little in like the inner workings of it all. We want <laughs> half of our burgers to be horse meat because it's cheaper. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I, uh, I think Roller Coaster Tycoon kind of had the more simulation-y or, or it was more serious, I guess, in that it had, it had little shops and things. And you, could put, you could put bathrooms down and strategically place your shops and your bathrooms and, and whatever. But I think it was all kind of... Um, clinical in a way like it didn't go down to you adjusting like trying to make people thirstier with more salt or something it was like you just sort of set the budget you know that kind of thing kind of SimCity-esque right but you know that's probably why Theme Park had that it was just trying to compete with yeah what Roller Coaster Tycoon had alright we're at a topic okay yeah I think we're out Uh, let's move on to Ask Crack you sent in questions, and we attempt to answer them. Good, you have the first question. This one's from Mrs. Steak. What a name. You think she's, she's a big fan of beef? I think she is. Um, it says, hello, hey, podcrackers and possible guests. How do you like your steak cooked? And are, are there ways that you eat a food, it doesn't have to be a steak, that goes against the grain? Thanks. All hell, Lord Good. And he is good. Amen. Oh, for, he is, for he is good, no, and he is good. <laughs> and he's good. <laughs> Did you know that beef eats a steak wrong? Have we have we said that enough? Have we told everyone what? enough that beef eats a steak well like done? Well, told me. No, no, well, right, well, done. well done. What? Well done, right? Like even the people that eat medium well, they go, "Well done." The fuck? What? Is that his? Is that what his name means? Like this used to be beef, but now it's been now it's, <laughs> <laughs> now it's leather. 
Yeah, yeah no. well done. That's how you ruin a steak. You got to go to the other end of the spectrum. He was a butcher too. It's like, how do you? What's wrong with you? You know, maybe he saw butcher. too much. Maybe he saw too much, and then he just he's like, just fucking cook it. It's been so bloody every day. <laughs> uh, that's what it, that's what gives it the flavor. Yeah. No. 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 Hmm. Um, I'm I'm generally a medium rare. Uh, just kind of I don't know. Just I feel like that's a good middle middle of the road. Like you don't know what you're gonna get from place to place. Sometimes that's you get the something problem, a little bit it? more, a little bit less. Yeah, it, it differs yeah. everywhere. It shouldn't though. There's not a there's not a different. <clears throat> that's the thing. If you go to no, I know it's bullshit. Really. Yeah, I'm also medium rare. But I I just I... do it to be safe. So. I was raised on medium well. Oh. Um, I was raised so, on well done. God. Really? Wow. Charcoal, basically. It's, it's like getting the it's charcoal. It's funny steak. how it's changed, too, because I feel like, I don't know, 15 years ago, the debate, I mean, maybe it was just because I wasn't watching it, but it didn't seem like anyone like turned their nose up at well done or medium well. I, I don't know why well done was ever a thing. Because I remember when I grew up, I hated steak because my dad would burn the shit out of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, when, I was, when I got older, I, I learned what steak could actually be like when it's made correctly. And uh, now I love steak, you know, but yeah. I don't know. I've, I've, I've now, because, you know, uh, it freaks me out more that something, it looks raw. Like the if it looks too pink, I do get freaked out. So and sometimes when you eat them, order medium rare, you get a like super pink. It's like really not done enough at all for my liking. So I tend to order medium just because still you never know what you're gonna get. So you, you haven't got to the point yet where you have to worry about whether or not it's blue. <laughs> just not even no. cooked at all. My mom was like that with pork. Like she was so afraid. Like, pork had to be cooked until there was no moisture left in it at all. Like, pork chops just had to be cooked and oh, cooked God. and cooked. So it was like, yeah. Oh, I can imagine what that's like. Yeah. Yeah, she likes very, very cooked pork. She was so afraid of whatever was going to get her. Right. I feel that way with chicken. If chicken is at all, I mean, it's it's not supposed to be pink. Yeah, right. Know, uh but if like I'm at anywhere and I'm like this chicken's a little bit too chewy, I like I can't eat the plate anymore. <laughs> like I, like I just have to stop eating. Like I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Well, it's I mean it is a concern, but what's weird about it is that it's like very simple rules. You know, right? Fix core temperature yeah. and that. I don't yeah. know. You don't have to. You don't have to burn a steak to to. You know, get past the whole food poisoning thing. Same with anything. is there anything that you guys eat though that's like <clears throat> not normal? Like I rem I I tend to on my sandwiches I tend to put like black olives and pickles and mustard and just people are like what the heck you know like those things don't normally go together. Um, is there anything else that you eat that is like? I mean, I hate black you olives. Tend to so see people. That's not something I eat. But I like banana <laughs> and mayonnaise sandwiches. That's something that people always think is yeah, fucking insane. Okay. But you know what? They're good. And no one at the marathon, the previous one that ate one, thought it was weird. They all enjoyed it. I did. Oh well, I forgot that. 
Everyone else liked it. I thought, I think I ate it. I mean, I could eat it, but it still think it was weird. I think I missed this. That, was a, that wasn't at this marathon. It was at the previous one. No, it was it on the will uh, of punishments because everyone had been uh, making fun of me for it. And I was like, I'm going to bring some bananas and mayonnaise and you can try, try them. And most people enjoyed them. I guess Chad did not, but most people did. The thought of mayonnaise just freaks me out. Uh, I used to always hate mayonnaise. Um, but... I don't think I have yeah. a, a weird one. The weirdest thing I can think of is not that weird, but it's just like uh, I really like um, a buttered cinnamon pop tart. So oh, just you put sort of butter your, on your cinnamon pop tart. Oh. Yeah, like you can you can cook the pop tart, yes. toast it, or microwave it, and then put butter on it, and it it makes it like a million times better. Interesting. Yeah, it, that seems like it would be better. Like, it basically it, it kind of makes it into almost uh, like cinnamon toast. Did you guys ever have? This is something my parents would do: is they take bread, they put butter on it, and then they put like sugar on top and cinnamon on top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, you just eat that. Okay, everyone had that. Okay. Something I I get a lot at the store that a lot of people probably wouldn't eat is souse. It's like made out of the parts of the pig that you don't eat. It's in Europe. I think they call it head cheese. It's like a vinegar pickled <laughs> version of the part of the pigs that you don't eat, like the brain, the trotters. Something about it called head cheese is the most nasty thing. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a good name. That's probably why we call it souse here. There, you, know, you eat it? Yeah. It's delicious. Pigs are delicious end to end, I've learned. Um, I haven't had that, I don't think. But I'm, I can't quite remember what chorizo is. That's a sausage. That's a pork pork sausage. Yeah, but it's made from a particular. I'm trying to remember the part of the pig it is made from. Part of the pig. I'm not sure what. I don't remember, but I do know. Menudo. That I love chorizo. Yeah. Um. Did you guys? Uh, I remember this is something I used to do. I don't do it anymore. But uh, scrambled eggs with ketchup. I remember my friends would be like, "What mm. the hell?" Like back when I used to do that. Yeah, I think those are two tastes that don't taste great together. All the personally. time. Scrambled eggs and ketchup. I've had the and opportunity, I, I but only ever because I also have hash browns. And I keep that yeah. shit separate. <laughs> huh. Apparently you yeah. can make... Uh, chorizo <clears throat> is, is basically just like any other sausage, but what makes it different is the in inclusion of Mexican spices, such as chili peppers, paprika, and other things like that. So it's not really any different from hmm. any other sausage that you would make. If you like sausage, gotcha. though, you should probably never see sausage made, like what it all goes through, how it's hung, how they have No, that's what it. makes me like it. I actually hated sausage before that, but then I saw that, and I was like, oh, I got to eat this. <laughs> how they have to protect it from the rats and the way they have to hang it so the rats can't get to it and stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> like meat that goes on an adventure. And <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like the culmination <laughs> of that adventure is for me to eat it. How could I let that it go ends. It's unresolved? It's destination. Yeah. Yeah. It fought so hard to get funny. in my stomach. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, Ko, you have the next question. This is from Computer. Many older games get reboots over the years. What game, or what is a game that you would want to see get a sequel or reboot i recently played the dig that's an old uh, lucas arts game 
and uh, that was that was fun. Uh, you guys are weird. Um, and I was gonna play Full Throttle after that, and I saw that it's actually getting a reboot. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm excited for that. I don't. It's not really the answer they're looking for, but that's what they're getting from me. I don't think I've played either of those. Uh, the Dig is on my agenda to play, but um, yeah, I haven't played either of those. It was fun. I forgot how long it was. I thought I could do it in one night, and uh, it that, that was not a thing. It was like an eight-hour stream, and then another five hours. It's like thirteen-hour game. Hmm. I thought it was wow. shorter. I'd forgotten. It's good though. It's a good game. Cool. Uh, back in the day, uh, I played a lot of the Ultima series, and that has could do for a reboot. Uh, I mean, it has. There's nine in the series so far, so it would definitely need like a complete reboot. Those to happen. Richard Garriott, get on that, please. Do you think they're gonna make a Half Life Three? <laughs> like, what do you think the? What do you think the? What yeah. do you think it's like at Valve in regards to? I this? think it's. I, I, I think it's like money, money, money. No, I mean no, but money, like in regards, money. like I mean they know everyone. I don't. I've never played the Half Life games. So I don't know. I and I feel like I'm happy that I haven't because everyone that I know that has is all like, I need closure. I need three. And so since I haven't, I'm like, I don't. I don't have to worry about this. Um, but I have played, and I was a, my. I, I still say that Half Life is the greatest game experience I ever had. Like. It was my favorite game for a long time. I think that's diminished since then a bit, but it's definitely the best experience that I had with a new game ever. Um, but I don't have... I don't really give a shit that they haven't like finished it. it. it the story's open, right, at the end of 2? It's not done? Oh, oh it's the <sighs> biggest cliffhanger. It is like... Uh, come back next week for the next installment of the game. Yeah, it's like no, it's not. <laughs> G Man was like, oh, hey, don't don't spoil anything. I haven't played it. Yeah, don't don't spoil it. But oh my God. the the episodes make it a little worse because the episodes were obviously made with the assumption that there would soon be another episode, and so the final episode ends like that. It's not like it doesn't say next episode coming next week or something, but it leaves the story unfinished. There's it does lack closure, but um, I'm under the impression that they are done, and that's that, and I'm okay with that. The thing, the thing for me was Half-Life 1 came out, and it was, for its time, amongst its contemporaries, the greatest, like it was extremely well-reviewed, it was the greatest game, right? And then... Half-Life 2 happened, and same sort of thing. It was sort of like they repeated history a bit, where Half-Life 2, huge deal, very successful, extremely highly rated, kind of considered by a lot of people to be one of the greatest games. And uh, so you start to have this expectation. Like, I'm in, I'm in Team Valve, Team Half-Life. You know, it's Gordon Freeman, let's see another one. Um, and I think that... I don't think that they can continue that. I think on their end, there's no way that they can live up to or follow up to what they've created and make everybody happy. The audience is way too vast now. And also, things have changed dramatically. I've, I've read a lot of stuff about what the what, what's going on inside Valve with regards to Half-Life 3, and I think that, in general, they just feel like it's impossible for them to make something that anybody would like. Hmm. And there's also this climate of, like, the internet really goes after you now. 
you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it seems like Half Life Two. I didn't, I don't, I didn't get the sense that people were like, oh, how you know, oh, they haven't lived up to what it should be. You know, I don't, I never got the sense of that. And so I, and I could definitely see if they did Half Life Three. Yeah. But I, I think for the most part, like. Half-Life 3, it's the, the concept, on the one hand, it's become a meme, obviously. But I don't think that anybody... I mean, lot, lots of people probably don't give a shit about Half-Life or didn't like it. But for the most part, I think that the majority of people liked it and just want to know the rest of the story. They like the story. They want it to continue. And Gordon Freeman was a very popular character, you know? Like, he was, like, personally, one of my favorite video game heroes. I found him to be very unique he was just a scientist in a shitty situation kind of story, and that, I thought I found that intriguing, and different from like Doom guy and Duke, you know, with the catchphrases and shit. Like, ooh, a scientist that goes and is just trying to survive—that's pretty cool and different. Now it's not really different, right? It's there's all kinds of shit now. I, I don't think that I don't think there ever will be a Half-Life Three. I think they just—it just wouldn't be worth it for them to try even to make that. What about Portal? They've got Steam now. You think they'll do a Portal? Portal can go on. I think Portal yeah. will go on. I think Portal will go on. I think that's too big of a... Well, Half-Life's just as big. It may be bigger, but I think that Portal has name recognition now. I think that well, if you pull, well, see, but I mean, going back to what Ko just said about the memes, I think every time you see an E3 or anything coming up, you always got these people leaking images, pretending yeah. that there's going to be a Half-Life announcement. That's probably right. the biggest anticipation in the gaming like industry. If you pulled, if you pulled elementary to high schoolers and asked which is your favorite game, I think a lot would say Portal, or you'd say, do you which which do you think is the, is the or yeah, I was like, like, which game do you want the most? You know, people would say Portal, but they wouldn't say Half Life. I don't know if they wanted to see. I'd love to see that poll. My my personal opinion is, I just think that Portal is more viable. I think it's more achievable. Yeah, you know, like they, it's more, it's lighthearted, it's it's more comedy focused, and it doesn't take itself seriously. Half Life is a story that takes itself somewhat seriously and so the fan base is serious about the story and also half-life was a much much bigger deal than portal was portal was very successful but half-life is looked at as a as a series that changed the landscape of gaming <laughs> i don't yeah. think that uh you know for its time it, it changed the way people looked at first-person shooters for sure, because it was, it was the seamless story. It wasn't like you completed a level, you got 100% of the right. things. Like you just went through the story and you became the character. That was different for the time. And Portal wasn't really different. It's just it was exceptionally well done, and it and it knew it its kind of this slow very, very rise. Well. You know, yeah. it it seemed like you know I remember seeing. A video, and they were like, that first video, and they're like, we didn't expect this to be this big, you know. And now we kind of yeah. make this game, and it was this add-on, basically yeah, the, orange box. the orange box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then now it's like this huge game. I, I, you know, I think it's almost hard to determine how big one or the other is because of its 
because it had such humble beginnings, it was like no one expected really. They're both big, but they're both different. Is all I'm saying. All of all of Portal's uh, innovations. I think the technical innovation is really almost just a side thing because it's all really just Source Engine plus this thing with portals, right? And then building puzzles around using these portals. But the the stuff that Portal really excelled at greatly had to do with writing. Yeah, really, it was mostly writing. It's they put you into this situation, and you're not expecting to get this dark comedy out of it. Yeah, right? and a really good one too. Like by the end, you're just like, "This is fucking hilarious. This is this is really." It just yeah, grabs you. Yeah, you can't wait until she talks to you next. You're right, exactly. Right. And then they ended with that. Um, what's his name? Wheatley. Jonathan Jonathan Coulton. Yeah. Think oh yeah, the song. song. I mean the that song. that God that game it was just had everything. Perfect... Yeah. Oh like my it, gosh! It, because it it's like so approachable. Very... You can go right. slow, you can go fast, you know, whatever. It had those moments where the game delights you, where the game is like, oh, you know, where it's like, okay, so we've learned that we can move boxes. Okay, lasers, oh, that's cool. You know, and then like, oh, you know, all this momentum stuff. You know, you were delighted all the time with the mechanic that you knew so well. And then you get the characters and the story which all fits perfectly. I mean, there's no other story that I could imagine would make sense why you're doing these puzzles over and over again. And then it just ended with that, like, the, that ending was great, and then it leads into the John and the Colton song, and you're just like, yeah, that was a, yeah. That was a good experience. That was a and great was just, experience. Just about the right length as well. It didn't, over, it didn't overstay its welcome. And And the second one I felt was a really good follow-up. I think... Oh, I I have a feeling almost everybody felt like close, but not not quite. But I mean, it's probably yeah. because we just it was fresh with the first one. Now it's sort of like okay, yeah. But yeah. they were both great. But I would say yeah. that uh, if anything, most of the Konami franchises need a reboot. Hmm. <laughs> I understand that <laughs> to get us back to the question. <laughs> I wonder how that, uh, well, anyways, let's move on. No, 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 I want to, come on, uh, here, let it out, let it out. No, I was just wondering how What's-His-Name's game's going to be, the the, oh. the black. Oh, Kojima. God. The, yeah. the, uh, the Norman Reedus, Norman Fetus. Yeah, yeah, that game. I'm excited to find out. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't suck. Oh, Competitor got two questions. Oh yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, and that was um, on my part because I was like, "Oh, that was a good question." Right, right above. Oh, that's another good question. So, uh, computer, uh, second question, both pretty good. If you had to teach a subject, what would you teach, or would you be more comfortable teaching prim- or would you be co- more comfortable teaching primary or elementary schools? So, if you were a teacher, what subject would you like? And I would say probably history. I think that history is really cool, but I don't think there's a lot of good history teachers that uh, do it well. You know, as you said that, it, it just dawned on me how weird it is that you have these these coaches, the gym coaches, and they always have to have like a class that they teach. And it's normally like economics. Why is that? Why is it they have to teach as well? I don't know. And all the time, like the half the time they're not qualified to be teachers. No, and they teach like speech or they teach health. They teach stuff that, like, any teacher could do, and it was just bad. 
Is it just like I they needed that. someone to fill that spot, and then they're like, "Well, this guy's already no. on payroll," and like, like in my school, it was required. Yeah, it was By required the that the coaches, yes, that you couldn't just be a coach. You had to also teach, and then you could coach on the side. Basically, is is how it, the contract is written, but. It's always you know, a weird dynamic, too, because, like, I'm seeing the guy at PE when I'm, like, in the locker room or whatever, and, you know, he's telling me to run laps or whatever, and then I go and I learn economics from the guy, and I'm like, yeah. I don't have the same level of respect for you as as a, someone teaching me something on this level as I do for the guy telling me how to, you know, physically be capable of being a person. I don't know. That's, it's always, it, always, it always struck me as weird in school, that yeah. this duality of the coaches... I don't, I don't yep. recall that ever happening. It was in every school I ever went to, and I went to a lot of different schools because my nice family life was unstable. Um, <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> it's true. Um, um, yeah, that always pissed me off. Now, the 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 good news is I did have one coach that was like my favorite, and she taught me the media and uh, all the camera work and editing and all that stuff. She was fantastic. I have had coaches that are good. That's what I'm trying to say. I always liked my coaches. Another weird thing that happened with one of my coaches is uh, when I was working at the bar in Texas, um, one night he was there, and I was a busboy. And, like, going by his table and him being there and just him being wasted, it was like this whole new experience <laughs> of, like, this is not the version of you I know. And then you could tell, like, I, when I, I can still remember the look on his face of, like, almost fear. Like, he had been caught with his hand in the cookie jar or something. Like, he was no longer <laughs> in a comfortable space or something. I took away his safe space. I never saw him there again. I bet he never went back. Yeah. I could totally understand. <laughs> if I was a teacher, it was like, you are a student. Uh, this is not fun anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. That's kind of like a, there's some YouTubers that are like that where they have the this kids show basically. I'm not going to name anyone, but there's one that comes to mind that uh, total kids shows type of thing going on. And then at the bar, he's like, "Oh God, there's kids over there. I must now hide the alcohol. I'm not I'm 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 not allowed to be a drunk or, or drink in front of anyone that, that that was my fan. It's weird. Well, I mean, you are a role model. Yeah. When you're a teacher, uh, but also when you're just a, a famous person, right? YouTuber making stuff for kids or targeted at kids. So you are inherently, automatically, even a role model. So that's probably what your gym teacher was feeling. Yeah, no, like, I, like I can see totally... me drinking. Right, right. And then, then I'm his whole life is going to go off the rails. It's going to be my fault. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what I would teach for, uh... to answer the actual question there. I don't want to teach anyone anything. I'm I, I would I would probably go for science or biology myself, because I I don't think I I don't think I would be a teacher in real life ever. I don't think that's for me. But if I had to, be, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think I'm good at uh, kind of extrapolating a com a complex idea, like evolution, for example, and explaining it in a way that anybody can understand or at least if someone doesn't understand I can sort of work towards explaining it in a way that they do or get at least a little bit closer to understanding and uh, I feel like science is the the topic that I would be the most interested in trying to do that 
Part of me would want to teach a subject that I'd be able to kind of use every day. So something like math, where you're answering, you know, simple times tables every day. And so it's on your head every day. So like later when it's like, oh, I have to do this. Or it's like, oh, I'm trying to build this or I'm trying to think of this. It just comes to me really quick, quickly because it's been on my head every single day for, you know, the past three years or whatever. Right. That that would be interesting to me too. Is to, is to do some type of math thing. Yeah, like that. makes sense. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. For the podcast, thanks everybody for watching. If you want to submit your questions, you can do so. Minecraftlp.com slash podcast. That's where you find our page. You can also subscribe there on iTunes, YouTube. And uh, we also have an RSS feed there if uh, you don't want to use either of those. And that about wraps it up for this episode of the podcast. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Penis. <laughs>